Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate his love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, I'm excited to come to you this morning to be sharing with you on the second week of 2022. Who's ready for a good year? Come on. Who's ready for a great year? I didn't hear that loud enough. Who's ready for a great year? (laughs) Who thinks that great years just happen? I think the last two years have proved that they don't just happen, but actually it's what we cultivate within our lives that makes it either a good year or a great year. We can do what the rest of culture is doing and have an expectation of what they're expecting, or we can settle ourselves into the foundation of the wonderful person of Jesus Christ and expect to have a great year because he's living within us. He brings heaven onto earth and we are fully able to bring it and share it with others. And so I expect that you're going to have a good year, great year, let me rephrase that, and I expect that you are going to influence others to have a great year. Who's in for that? Who's in for it? (laughs) Come on, let's break a few strongholds this morning. Well, I have a message that is titled Beauty Redefined this morning. Beauty Redefined. It's not kind of my typical message. It's not one that I've particularly done before, but it is something that I've felt is really just quite important for this year. Last year, I had a word. One word. My word was wonder. And you know what? I had so much fun with that word. When you have the word wonder set for the year, there are so many times that God gets to just open up your eyes and you get to see things that you've never seen before and be amazed. And I think I've been reflecting for weeks now, like what is my word for this year? And I think this thing of beauty redefined is actually going to be my word for this year. I want to know what it is to truly be beautiful in the eyes of God and truly be beautiful as seen by others. Now, guys, if you're struggling with this word at all or if any of you are struggling with this word, I'm going to replace it with the word strength. I want you to know what it is to be truly strong this year, to have muscles, biceps like you have never seen before. No amount of protein, no amount of eating chicken can create the kind of muscles that God can create in your life. And I think Sarah safely shared that here this morning. God is the only one who can reveal true beauty. God is the only one who can reveal true strength. You might look like something on the outside, but I tell you what, whilst it is attractive to look at certain people, Sometimes when they start talking, not so attractive. Just, shh, just saying. Sometimes, not always. We want to be a people who no matter what we look like, do look amazing because out of us is flowing beauty, is flowing strength. I want to be a person who is absolutely beautiful, but through and through, who you want to sit with for hours because the love of God is pouring out of my life. And I want that for you as well. I want you to know that strength. So we're going to look this morning a little bit into Ephesians and Galatians. Ephesians and Galatians are my starting point for every single year. And Philippians and Colossians. Because these letters of Paul, I feel like, are foundational stories, foundational um, 
information about what it means to be grounded in Christ. And I think that's a great place to start at the beginning of every year. I've got to say, I don't do it on purpose, but I find myself there every year. And it's only this year as I've been looking back on it that I thought, perhaps there's a reason behind that. Perhaps God's had a plan in that. Perhaps this is something that I need to continue on for the rest of my life. There's a proverb that says this, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. In uh, 1 Peter 3, verse 3 to 4, it says this, Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles. I haven't got that. (laughs) The wearing of gold jewellery or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which are of great worth in God's sight. Now, does that mean that we need to take off all the jewels, we need to wear daggy clothes, we need to not wear makeup? Well, I don't know about you, but this is what I plan to look like in my 90s. Can we see that happening? I'm going to get more fun as I get older, so look out, those who know me in my 90s. You are going to have some fun with me. I've warned my children. This is what your grandma's going to look like, and they're all cool with it. They're all good. <laughs> I love this lady. I follow her Instagram. Every day she has got a different outfit on. It is just, oh, it's going on my pinboard. Hey, baby. Do you know what? I invite you to join me. Yeah, we're going to have a colourful future. Yeah. <laughs> no, t- no, no money left for his clothes. <laughs> Oh, well. (laughs) All right, let's start in the scriptures. Let's start in Ephesians chapter 1. I'm actually going to be reading from the message, so I've put it up on the screen for you. Have I? Did we, Jono? No, we didn't. That's all right. I'm going to read it to you. You're going to close your eyes. You're going to listen to my voice, and I've been practicing using my smoky voice on you. You know, because a deeper voice is easier to listen to. I greet you with the grace and peace poured into our lives by God, our Father, and our Master, Jesus Christ. I'm reading from the message, if I missed that part out before. Verse 3. How blessed is God, and what a blessing he is. He's the Father of our Master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind. He had us in mind. He had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What a pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift-giving by the hand of his beloved son. And because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. Where are free people? free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds and not just just a little bit free. We're like abundantly free. There is nothing that can hold us back. There is no shackle that can hold us down. Abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided for everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything will be brought together and summed up in him, everything in deepest heaven and everything on planet Earth. 
It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose of his outworking in everything and everyone. I've got four points this morning to begin with. (laughs) He had us in mind. The first thing I want us to know this morning, the first thing I want us to take out of Ephesians is this. Because this morning we're going to go on a journey of what it means for true beauty to look like. And throughout the course of the year, I'm expecting that you're going to unpack it so that by the end of 2022, you can be living a beautiful life. How do we set ourselves up for success into the future? We cultivate now. We plant seeds, we water the seeds, and we just eat the good food. We eat what God provides us with. And then this um, meditating on his goodness allows us to see a different picture by the end of the year. Every year, you should be getting better looking. Who's up for that? It is greater than any surgery you can ever pay for. It is the best diet you can ever eat. It is the greatest exercise to spend time in the presence of God and to meditate on him and who he is. So number one, I want you to, as it says at the start of Ephesians, every day, every moment of the day, be amazed by God. If you need to have your word as wonder this year, have it as wonder, but be amazed by God. How blessed is God and what a blessing he is. Before we ask for anything, before we want anything from God, let us just firstly be amazed at what he has created and who he is and the magnificence of who he is. Number two, he has mankind in mind always. It says long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind. Some of us need to speak that to ourselves. You don't see your value here on earth. Well, hello, before God even created earth, he had you. Say your name in mind. The person sitting next to you, (laughs) he had them in mind as well. That family member who drives you crazy, he had them in mind. The person down the road you can't handle, he had them in mind. You see, when we look at others, we need to have an understanding that great is God, great is his faithfulness, he is majestic, he is mighty, and he thought of me when he created the heavens and the earth and he created of those around me. And it changes our perspective, it changes how we see the world, it changes how we view people, it changes our interaction, our our relationships with them because we learn to value them with the precious value that God has for them. Number three, Jesus changed our status. You know, when it comes to the foundation and knowing God, we need to know God. We need to be amazed by who he is. And then we need to come to an understanding that Jesus didn't just die on the cross. He died on the cross so that we could accept God into our lives, that we could have a way to have relationship with him. It's said in Ephesians, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. It struck me this morning, I was out for a walk and I thought, you know, Jesus really isn't a get-out-of-hell-free card like the game of Monopoly. He's not a card that we hold on to and we throw out in the last moments. I got you, Jesus! No, 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 he is someone that we take a hold of and live in freedom for our eternity here on earth. 
eternity maybe isn't always here on earth. But you know what I mean? For our eternity, we hold on to who Jesus is. We don't let go. He is not a card that we just grab a hold of when we're like, I need him now. No, he is a person that we connect our lives to because it is in him that we become the full version of who he created us to be. And it is worth taking a hold of him in everything. It is in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, found yourselves home free, signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This is the down payment from God, is the first instalment of what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. I want to present you with a foundation this morning, stepping into 2022, that we understand how marvellous God is. We come into his presence through the person of Jesus. And if you haven't done that today, I really encourage you to get to know Jesus. Spend time in the scriptures and then if you feel the sense to invite him into your life, invite him in. You don't have to be in a church service. You can be anywhere to do that. I was, I did it, you know, as a child. I had no idea what I was doing, but just, I was in the middle of church actually and it it was a worship service, but I was very young and I just all of a sudden felt to go to the front. Like, I just want what is here. No one had said, come to the front and know Jesus. I I just wanted to go up to the front just to know more of this God that I was seeing. There just has to be a response at some stage and then there has to be a holding on to because this is freedom. This is true freedom. It's no wonder I start there every year because I love freedom. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I want to be able to soar always. I want to go up into the heavenlies in every situation and be able to see life from that perspective because I tell you what, leaving life at this perspective where I just see what's going on it can sometimes be so overwhelming and you feel like information is just being kind of spat in your face but I want to be able to soar above and see things as God sees them and get excited no matter what is going on in the here and now so Holy Spirit I want to talk something on Holy Spirit and this is a passion of mine I love the Holy Spirit the cool thing about the Holy Spirit is you don't have to be wild and wacky to accept him into your life and to allow him to be a part of it. Because I tell you what, when God created the heavens and earths, he created every single person in a unique, beautiful way. And if you go on to read the story um, in Galatians, which we're going to touch on in a moment, he says we're all individually created, each unique. And do you know what that means? That means that the Holy Spirit has a language that he can speak to each and every one of us personally. So if you have a language which is maths, maybe he speaks to you like through that language. Maybe he speaks to you through, I don't know, line upon line upon line and maps. I tell you what, he's not speaking to me like that. If he started line upon line, I'd be so confused. (laughs) I just want you to know this morning that Holy Spirit is there for all of us. He has a language that he speaks for all of us. He has jewels that he takes all of us deep in to explore and to find that we may know him more that we may know God more, that we may know the purposes that God has for all of us more. It's all about the more. In 2022, I want to present a how-to guide to living in Holy Spirit freedom. In Galatians 5, have we got Galatians 5? Those of you who have got the Bible, again though, I'm reading out of the message, so maybe you just have to close your eyes and listen. I haven't read the message in ages. Do you ever pick up um, a different version of the Bible just so 
you get excited by the word again. Sometimes when you read the same Bible over and over again, you kind of skip big chunks because your mind just goes into, yeah, yeah, I've read this, I've read this, I've read this. I love reading a new version and just getting excited again and then going back to the old version and then jumping around in a few others and just really filling myself up with the word of God. It's a good thing to do. Ephesians 5. Christ has set us free to live a free life. I told you that's why I was in this area. Ephesians, Galatians, just give me freedom. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. And can I say, don't put a harness of slavery on yourself. Because that happens too. In verse 13, it is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and in fact, destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence, love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. If you bite and ravage each other, watch it out. In no time at all, you'll be annihilating each other. And where will your precious freedom be then? I think this word is somewhat a precious word for this moment in time when a lot more often than I've ever seen in history, there is biting and devouring of each other. And you know what? It's not ours. Let's take it out of our vocabulary. Let's take it out of our lives because we are called to be a people of love. Whatever it takes to be a people of love, be a people of love in this moment in time. Because we don't want to destroy people. We don't want there to be a war of words going on. Wars are dangerous. War, wars harm other people. They harm the people that you're fighting against. But ultimately, if you've ever seen it, people who go to war and actually destroy others end up coming home destroyed themselves. You see, no one wins in a war. No one wins in a battle. And we don't win in a battle of words either. Let us be a people of love. And let us know what freedom is in that love. My counsel is this, live freely animated and motivated by God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. So what does it mean to love? I mean, this this thing of love, I think, really kind of baffles me at times. We've got to love others as we love ourselves. We got that flow chart up there, Jono. Loving others as we love ourselves is sometimes really difficult to do because I know that I, at times, have struggled to love myself. I know that many of you have struggled to love yourself. But you see, we have this beautiful assurance that the God of love is always available to go and get some filling up. Love is about going, drinking deep of God, swimming in his presence, going deep, and from that place, we always have available to give to others. When we try and get our love from others, we will get disappointed because they don't always have enough love to give us to fill us up. But you know who does? God does. This picture of love is about first standing on the foundation of who he is and knowing his goodness and then from that place being able to express it and if you need to start learning how to love this morning I really encourage you to pick up the book of John 
Now, in John, it talks about us being a well that can be so full all the time that we can just be overflowing with the goodness of God. And I believe that is something that we can walk in. But it's about knowing God. It's about knowing the person of Jesus. And it's about having an expectation of the Holy Spirit that you can pull on him whenever you need to just overflow love. Love is about knowing the never-ending love of God and out of that loving others. That is what it means when it says, I believe, love each other as you love yourself. If you know yourself in the arms of God's love, you will be able to love others. True beauty looks like something. When you look at someone and they have true beauty, it looks like something. And Galatians 5 actually lists a whole heap of ways or characteristics or virtues of God. Sometimes they're called the fruit of the Spirit. Have we got those up there? I'm not going to read them out of the scriptures, but things like joy that overflows. Who'd like that by the end of 2022? What year are we in? (laughs) 2022. Peace that subdues. Who needs a little bit of that? Come on, you can put your hands up. I know we need it. Kindness on display. Oh, it can be hard to be kind sometimes. But let us be people who have it on display, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and a strength of spirit. These are the things that we need to be holding on to dearly as we step into this year. In Galatians, it also kind of mentions some areas where we might think we're free, but actually it's not freedom at all. And I'm just going to kind of mention them because maybe you've got a few weeds in your life that need pulling and, you know, it might be a bit painful this morning and a few um, roots get ripped out, but maybe it's just worth knowing so that you can fly free with God after today. (sighs) Being in love with your own opinion. That is a sign that you're not living in freedom. According to Galatians 5. Wow, can we just rip that root out right now? Uncontrolled addictions. And I'm not just talking drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about anything that you put higher than God. Facebook. Tell you what, that's an uncontrolled addiction. Scrolling through your phone when you're bored or sad or happy or anything, really. What about, there are so many things we could list and I'm sure something is dinging off in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. What do you do when you're feeling anxious? Is it God that you run to or is it something else? What do you do when you're feeling happy? Do you, are you thankful? Are you grat- gratitude to God or, you know, I don't know. What is your uncontrolled addiction? I don't want to focus on these too long, but I do want us to become aware. Manipulating others. Do you you want to be in control? Do you do things, say things, set situations up so that you get your way? Well, that's manipulating others. Just be aware of it. Oh, this one's perfect for this time in history. Senseless arguments. Can I just encourage you? Cut them off. Just stop short. Or if you have to, I had to (laughs) listen to one this morning. It wasn't anyone in my family. I was out on a walk. But I just switched off after I left. Like, I wasn't having an argument. I just heard information. And then I just switched on, actually, Ephesians 5 and just listened to it as I was walking. Just God refilled my mind. Temper tantrums. 
goes hand in hand with that selfishness, doesn't it? Angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself. Being envious of the blessings of others. Do you know you rob other people of blessings when you're envious of them? And you actually rob yourself as well. Because you might actually find out how they got to where they were. You might actually, when you hear their story and when you um, understand it, you might get excited about your life and the blessing that they have may still be 10 years off for you or it may be something that you never get to experience. But sometimes we, we, we cut ourselves short of the blessings that God has for us just by being envious. When celebrating them is so much more fun. So much more fun. And then we've got the ones that are usually up the top and we usually list those off and then many of us write off all the others because we're like, well, we're not into sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, wild parties or murder, so we're doing just fine. (laughs) Now let me tell you, if you are into any of those things, you know that you're not in true freedom. But what about the others? Are there areas in your life where you're not living in full freedom, where you're not living in the full beauty or the full strength of God just because you've just put them to the side and you've just gone, it's okay, I've got the cross. God forgives me and God does forgive you, but he wants you to live a full life. He wants you to plant seeds that will be watered and come to a full bloom. Yeah, it matters the seeds that we plant. And so if any of these are an area in your life, I encourage you to maybe even speak it out to somebody who you've got relationship with and pray through it and see a breakthrough come. And then I want to encourage you in this. Let's go back to the good ones. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. These actually feel like real freedom words. Kindness on display, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, strength of spirit. How do you plant these as seeds within your life? Because I wonder how, how often do we listen to preachers? How often do we listen to um, or read scripture and just go, I hope that's me one day. I hope if I know God a bit more, then I will have those things. I hope I wish, I hope I wish. I'm a true believer that you need to meditate upon these things. Actually, you need to strategically put them within your life. So how do you do that with these these different areas? Well, I don't know how you want to do it, but this year I'm going to do it by choosing one of these a month and spending time finding the scriptures on joy, finding songs on joy, writing them down in a journal, reading books that share more of the goodness of joy from people who have experienced it because of the presence of God. I'm going to be strategic about searching out joy in February, peace in March, patience in April. Don't remember that. Kindness (laughs) each month. And if, it, if I need to, I'm going to spend two months on each of them. Let it go for 16 months. Because what happens at the end of that when we put seeds into our life, when we water them, true beauty can be seen. We get a bloom, don't we? If you are Brooke and you plant seeds, what happens, Brooke? You get like a full bloom. Yeah. If you water it. I don't quite have the gardening fingers that Brooke has. 
And so I get excited because I have more of a throw the seeds out, occasionally water, and get excited by what shows up. But I can tell you who has the nice looking garden. When we actually are quite um, <coughs> on purpose, what's the word for that? Strategic, when we intentional, when we intentionally sow into our lives, when we intentionally listen to the voice of God, when we intentionally know that we need the person of the Holy Spirit, and when we understand that he speaks to us in ways that all of us can understand, we will end up looking very beautiful, very strong individuals, no matter what goes on in 2022. 2022 is a good year because you are in it and God is a faithful God. This year we're going to live freely, animated and motivated by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to finish with this. Galatians 5.25 says this, Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, and isn't that cool that we get to choose? I mean, we can live a life where we don't have God involved. We're allowed to do that. But ultimately, the best life we can ever experience is when we not just live the life the designer created for us to live, but we live hand in hand with the creator, with the designer. That's cool. That's, that's a really exciting way to live. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one is better than the other and another worse. No, no, no. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives because each of us is an original. 2022, we are originals and you are looking like a mighty fine bunch. Same with you out there. Guys, I'm expecting to have a really good year growing in the goodness of God. I hope you've enjoyed today's message. Remember to check us out at baysidechurch.org.au. And of course, if you're ever in the area, please pop in and say good day.